For in New Jersey, nothing stands still. Yesterday's wastelands are today's wealth. This, my friends, is no sign. No side podcast. It's me. It is I, Antonio Matos, with the co-host Brandon Mendoza. How you doing tonight? What a awesome, okay, awesome man. Doing great, doing great. Happy to have our guest on today, hell and yeah. it's the one, the only, the dream, Jordan Duggan. What's hell up? What's yeah. up? Hey. Last time I was here, you said Jordan Duggan, and I said Bow. And at that <laughs> moment, I was like, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. Like, I think you so ended good. the podcast like that too. I had to break. I had to make a full circle. <laughs> <laughs> In that moment, I was like, I fucked up. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Well, uh, I guess we could just get right into it. You know, the purpose as to why you are here today. Um, uh, for the people listening back home, Jordan Duggan's going to be having uh, his next MMA fight for the Dead Serious organization yes, in Freehold, New Jersey, on September 23rd at the iPlay America. Um, so tell us, how is your training camp been? um how how the how the process i know you can't get into a lot of details you know you don't want to give out the game plan but you just your overall like how are you feeling health wise mentally health wise everything's exactly where it needs to be uh physically and the most important part i tell people is mentally Uh, mentally i'm exactly where i want to be where i need to be um as in terms of like preparation and game plan what i'm comfortable saying is I truly believe that there's not many people, if any, at my weight class who could really stand up with me. Um, I think anybody who fights me is going to turn into a wrestler at one point. It's just a matter of when. Mm. Uh, We think that this guy is maybe going to play it out on the feet for a tiny bit, but ultimately going to try to wrestle. Uh, So I'm just preparing for that, you know. As long as I keep my striking crisp, I can focus on wrestling and feel perfect, you Mm -hmm. know. So that's... That's the game plan. Obviously, I want to keep it standing. Everybody knows that. I'm not giving out secrets. Yeah. Um, I'm prepared. I'm prepared for a wrestling match if it comes to that. That's nice. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I'm I'm glad to see you know uh, where you're at now, um, and you know just the evolution of where you've been since your first fight to now this. Yeah. Being your third fight, correct? This yeah. is the third one. Yeah. yeah. And um, um, the evolution wasn't really, you know, all love to James Garrison. He had a fucking awesome performance in june mm. you know so people didn't get to see the evolution but you know if you were in the gym or someone i trained with or sometimes i'll pop out at different gyms you could see you know just from january to now my grappling is on a totally different level mm. you know so and i can even see like outside of the cage outside of the outside of the fighting aspect this journey you have been on uh that's where i kind of see the evolution in is just you as a person yeah, you, know, you seem to have changed. Like I've, like, you yeah, know, we've you known each other for yeah, so long. So like I've, I've seen your evolution in that sense. But just once this life of MMA has hit your soul, since you've started on this it, path, it you literally know, changed my yeah. life. It really did. Um, coming from you know, like a lot of my past life is like a secret. You know, I'm, I'm not proud of it really. Um, but the thing is, is like when I got into MMA, it wasn't even really like a dream. Yeah. yeah the dream dog but uh, <laughs> uh it really wasn't that wasn't the goal when i got into it it mm. was did i talk about it on the pod but um i don't maybe but i don't think we ever really went into depth so let's do that let's my, try to get a little in so depth i used to lie about why i got into it but the real story is i was in my boy's backyard with a group of guys we were all just hanging out 
my one friend was like, dude, like, I bet I could out-wrestle you. Keep in mind, neither of us had an ounce of training at this point. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you can't out-wrestle me. You're a bitch, you know? And we fucking wrestled, and it was a complete deadlock for, like, a couple minutes. Nothing happened. And something clicked in my head where I was like, if I can't even wrestle this fucking guy, like, dude, I'm, I'm not some tough guy like I thought mm-hmm. I was. So I went to the gym almost out of, like, spite. You know, just to be like, yo, I swear to God, it was like, give me 30 days and we'll do it again. <laughs> and yeah, I just started and I got hooked like immediately. Um, and with me having no life at the time, I just showed up day in and day out. Mm. And, uh, you know, you if you're and consistent, now, you do, get it. Are you able to pinpoint exactly what hooked you? Like, was it just yes. the sport itself? No, I know exactly. Training? I know exactly what hooked me. I, I talked about this before I ever said why I went to the gym. But uh, before I went to the gym, I was nervous as hell. And a lot of guys are, you know. Um, a lot of the times, if you go to a gym and see someone that's their first day and they're overconfident, 99% of the times, those guys don't really come back. You know, if you show up kind of aware of the levels that you could see, mm-hmm. that's when people start to really, you know, stay consistent. So I went in knowing, like, yo, I don't know shit. Um, so for like a month or two, I was lifting weights and running, just trying to get into like decent shape. I was watching YouTube videos. I learned to wrap my hands before I showed up. So I show up and my hands are wrapped and my first ever striking coach was a guy named Tiago Beowulf and he's been on um, episodes of The Ultimate Fighter because oh. uh, he used to train with DC when DC was preparing for Stipe uh, and shit. No, yeah. Tiago Beowulf, um, we don't talk anymore, but I have no hard feelings. He's an amazing guy, great, great trainer. Separated. Just, yeah. yeah, but he shows up, he comes up to me on my first ever day and I have my hands wrapped already. And he goes, oh, your hands are wrapped. Do you know what you're doing? Like, you've done this before? Mm. My dumb ass is thinking about, like, the month of weightlifting I just did. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, all right, let's move around in the ring real quick. I just want to see where you're at. Within, like, 20 seconds, I go to roll, like, like a boxer. I get real low. He brings his knee up. And his knee comes, like, an inch within my nose. And he has a thick-ass Portuguese accent, bro. And he goes, I could have ended you. And that moment, that exact moment, I was just like, I need to never feel like how I just felt almost being ended mm. and i need to feel what it feels like to be on the other end too was there a part of you that almost wish he landed the knee like fuck no that? they got <laughs> biggest shit he's like 230 bro no no yeah i can but i can understand that feeling you know the fact that like he knew he trapped you like he knew it was checkmate i don't think it was even trying to be i think he was just throwing like a little something and i just went right into it because i was clueless so it just kind of like happened. i think it was just me being an ass yeah mm. But in that moment, I was like, yo, I am an ass. Mm. I was like, I, I don't want to be an ass anymore. <laughs> so that was a good humbling experience. And, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, one thing my coach said to me after my win in March, he was like, I think everybody should get in the cage at one point. And I really, I kind of agree because there's a lot of pseudo tough guys and pseudo, you know, and mm. I'm one of those guys. You, you know me as a, as a person. I'm not, I don't walk around like I'm the shit. I don't walk around like a tough guy. And I see these guys who walk around like they are, you know, and. It's like, I know you're not. And yeah. it, maybe I'm just insecure, but I'm just like, man, like, let's see what it looks like when you get in there. Yeah. And I think and everybody needs a wake-up call. Yeah, and I think MMA as a sport, it, it's, it exposes and it peels back those layers. You know, like, my idea of a tough guy over the years has changed. Changed you know, dramatically. As, as a child, the way I looked at a tough guy was a Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone ripped ch- chiseled yeah, muscles, you know. Yeah. yeah, like you would think a guy like that would whoop your ass, Do some you know? damage. Yeah. But then you 
see an actual big bodybuilder guy in real life do like physical demanding things like what like you watched a couple episodes of me the physical 100 on netflix yeah i think we talked about yeah. that. yeah so in that show you know you have very slim mma fighters or it's baseball uh players mm-hmm. you had uh ice climbers you, like army veterans you know you had actual bodybuilders that were just fucking just trees you know walking yeah. in and you could see the difference in their abilities you know because it's more of an appearance thing mm-hmm. you know so these guys that you would see on the on the street you would be like wow that's a tough guy but then you see him go into the cage for the first time yeah you, like i'm sure you've seen oh, no and no disrespect to bodybuilders because yeah, like, in my I, mean, I feel like the guys who are like they see a bodybuilder post on instagram and they're like yeah i'll still fuck you up those yeah. the guys are probably not good fighters those yeah. if you're commenting shit like you're probably not a good fighter it just what you have to realize and what i've realized as an mma fighter you know because i used to not like jujitsu as much mm. i was like that's not a real fight and <laughs> it's still not but you know I respect that there's different sports. You know what I'm saying? Bodybuilding. Of course, I'll fuck him up. He doesn't train to fight. Mm. You know, it's like I do what I do to make my money. If someone thinks they're going to be better than me at it, like, sure, there's a chance. But it's like I don't ask the gardener, yo, you think I could grow a better flower than you, brother? Mm. You know, I, I bench this much. Am I growing a better flower? Like, that's it doesn't make sense. Um, so that's one thing I also I learned through training for this long, too, is just respect everybody, bro. Yeah, Everybody's good at what they're sure. good at. Everybody has things they're not good at. Mm. I'm not good at a lot more things than I am good at. So yeah, and I, we were talking about it a little bit before we started the pod, um, where you know MMA. There's so many different aspects mm-hmm. to the sport itself that you know you find a lot of respect mm-hmm. in other other fighters because you know that no matter what, there's gonna be a day you come across an opponent that just has the the better hand, you know, the better skill, yeah, you know, yeah, because okay. he, he like is my last able fight, to fill those James holes. Garrison was or it is, I'm assuming he didn't get fucking worse, is such a, a better wrestler than me. You know, but the thing is is with boxing, if we were boxing and um, we were both boxers, mm-hmm. let's just say we both of us took completely different paths. If I beat him in boxing, I feel like a boxer would beat a boxer they beat most times out of ten. But with something like MMA, I feel like five out of ten times maybe I'm able to catch him. You know, mm-hmm. five out five out of ten times, maybe he he'll be able to dominate me on the ground yeah. again. You know, so many variables. Yeah, you know, in the UFC, we just saw it. You know, uh, Sean O'Malley versus Aljamain Sterling. Yeah. You know, something like that, where like you can look at look at it the same way. You know, and I'm I'm not sure if it was Sterling or O'Malley that made the comment, but kind of along the same lines that you just said. You know, like five out of ten times, you know, yeah. O'Malley would catch Sterling, and then those other five times, Sterling mm-hmm. may have gotten his back. Yeah. It's just, you know, I love boxing. I work at a boxing gym. I spar boxers. I'm friends with boxers. But in my in my honest opinion, I feel like it's a fight, but the only real fight is MMA. Mm-hmm. And when you're really fighting, there's anything could happen, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the things I like it is all training for a fight is I go in there knowing, like, yo, I could lose, but whoever's in front of me is a puzzle. And my job leading up to a fight is to figure out Try to figure out that puzzle best as I can. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it. And boxing, you just have to be the better boxer, it feels like. Yeah, boxing is definitely like a chess match where yeah. MMA, it's... Like there's, I feel like it, there's more random occurrences. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, it's like you're playing Uno. <laughs> probably, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah, even boxing's, though... Boxing's chess, MMA's Uno. I'm not, that's gonna be... Yeah, no, boxing is beautiful. I love boxing. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I, I love boxing, but... Yeah. You know, MMA is just... It's different. Just like how jujitsu, 
it's different than MMA. It's all so different. And over the years, I've just learned to respect everything differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may not like it, but you get that. For me, wrestling is like a necessary evil for what I do. Oh, like, yeah. I, if I can keep it standing for every fight, I'm going to keep it standing every fight. I just have to prepare for any moment that I can't. Um, but, you know, it's it's not easy to wrestle. It's not easy to do jujitsu or, yeah. or get these submissions. So you have to respect yeah, it. And the wrestling is probably, if, if the, I would say, probably the most taxing of the arts you know 100 like, i would say like just so. a physical exhaustion yeah you know, like. and i feel like mentally it's taxing as mm-hmm. well you know because like, you know I, I spar for mma so i'll be i could go rounds and rounds and rounds kickboxing and then get taken down a bunch of times and i'll get up and be like okay right now i'm a little bit more tired than i would have been if i didn't get taken down like it's just a different mm-hmm. type of cardio it's it's awesome though it's great yeah you know we're talking about uh wrapping hands and stuff before <laughs> I feel like we got to bring it up. Um, My broken hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're currently it. wrapped up right now like you're ready for a boxing match. Yeah, this is kind of like overkill, isn't it? Yeah. 100%. I fucking broke a finger. When did this finger, happen? Uh, to Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. Yeah, but I didn't get it wrapped till Thursday, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking, and it's not even the full finger. It's this this part, like the last knuckle. So what? what is all that about? All this? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's the only the only thing it's not wrapped up is the finger that's broken, bro. <laughs> Dude, this is a like OD, like crazy, and I gotta wait until uh, my follow up probably this week or bro, if not, I'd next be week. Selling the fuck out of that though, like for work, I'd be like, dude, I can't do this right now. Look at my hand. Dude, they're gonna have me set up in an office and do a fucking like computer work. Oh, oh you're doing bullshit. Like, dude. Yeah. Yep. Damn. You know, yeah, that, that might, shit. That sucks. I wish I was out of work, dude. Yeah. It just blows. But yeah, it's not even a full finger. <laughs> Rose Rose Namajunas, as we were talking about her, her finger yeah. got fucked. Yeah, funny, funny, funny enough, the last card yesterday, mm-hmm. Rose Namajunas, uh, she broke her pinky on her right one hand. Of, one of the fingers, but it got yeah. demolished, bro. Yeah. I saw pictures Here, I can, let's yeah. pull it up for the It happened top. in the first. Mine just got, like, swollen. Hers was Fuck. very swollen. But you know, Rose, I just saw, uh, man, I just saw a post about it, uh, like one of those fake MMA quotes ones. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, I don't think I'm ready to stop. I might be getting older, but Pat Barry told me when I first started training that age is just a number. Get it? Because he groomed mm. her. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually funnier with you explaining it. Yeah, I think this is it. Look at that shit. What the fuck? She looks like E.T. Jesus Christ, yeah. That's fucked up. Jeez. Yeah, right? it's absolutely disgusting. No, yeah, no. Imagine that's what your finger looked like. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, that doesn't look uh, appealing. Mm-mm. Not at all. I did like Rose with a little extra weight. You know, if I'm going to be a... I don't know what you mean by that. She just, she she got, she had a dump truck, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't know if you meant, like, her actual fighting or her, as, like, appearance-wise. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, you know who I, you know who I go back and forth with thinking they're attractive or not? Like, uh, Tabitha Ritchie. Uh-huh. Her nickname sucks. It's, she's Tabitha Baby Shark Ritchie. Oh. Ritchie is spelled R-I-C-C-I. Bring it up for the pod. Fuck the 
I have a lot of trouble deciding if I find her attractive or not. You think if I just look up Baby Shark girls? Maybe. If you follow enough UFC. Tabitha Richie. Yeah. yeah. Top one. The thing is, I remember Casey Kenny like two or three years ago was talking about Megan Anderson. And people were like, that's like your coworker. You can't sexualize her. But I'm not in the UFC. So I could talk about these these women. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there's some pictures of her where she's looking a little right, bro. I'm not going to lie. You know what she kind of reminds me of? She reminds me of uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler, the girl, the, the girl that played the daughter in The Sopranos. I don't know who that is. Pull it up. I, <laughs> I need a pick. So, yeah, Talking about Meadow? Yeah. Yeah, Meadow. Uh, yeah, look, Meadow Sopranos. I see it. Yeah. Yeah, let me get Nice. I see yeah. it. You know, I, I do see it. I'm one of those guys who believes in not nutting leading up to a fight. <laughs> so I could we could talk about this all day, dude. Um okay, well then let's talk about it. So how how long has how long has I tried it I about four weeks. Four weeks leading to a fight, I really cut it down. So Whoa. we're on day what? I don't know the exact day, but I'm about two weeks out. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I've been celibate for a little bit, but like no more even jerking it, dude. Just straight retention, dude. Nice. I fucked up a few days before the uh, Garrison fight. I had a one night stand. And I'm not making excuses, but think about it. Maybe. <laughs> were you thinking about it during? or were Yes. You just yes. I, I swear to God, I was. You're getting a little self conscious. I, like, I was just like, hmm. I was like, I, yeah, you know what I said? Dude. You know, it was it turned me it turned me gay, brother. I was I was making love to a woman, thinking about a guy. I was like I was like fuck, but in my head my head too. I was like, yo, he's married with kids. He's probably doing something right now too. Fuck it. So he had that dad strength. I'll tell you that that's a real thing. James Garrison had dad strength. <laughs> I'm about to just to, I'm about to have a baby just to to level up, dude. Krishan, overrated. I feel like everybody thinks that, though. Who, her? Blueface's baby mama. And that's a very flattering picture. You should find some other shit, bro. She looks aggressive. Gives birth to her baby on IG Live. And that's who we're dealing with, you know what I'm saying? That's not my type. That's wild. Imagine I had my kid on IG Live. Imagine it's different with you because you're my bro. Yeah. If you were on IG Live, I think it would look better than if, if she was on <laughs> IG Live. <laughs> that would have been nuts. Just dude. make it real sexist real quick. I'll have my baby on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Live on Rumble. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, nah, but that last episode with, uh, with Try and Ether was good. No, you listen to it? Yeah, dude, I listened to the cast. Yeah, Come on, I was I was surprised on their fight knowledge. We were being honest. They were talking about like, okay, what's next for the division? And shit. Yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, like, it makes sense. Yeah, it, that's why like it's it's fun having them on as well, you know, because uh, they they both they both avidly watch. So yeah, talking to me about it, you know, like when I'm sending you shit for UFC, I'm sending Send it right shit to them. for UFC, you know. So yeah, no, really those cool. motherfuckers better come to my next shit. Yeah, I should fucking... Yeah, we, we, should, we should tell him about yeah. it. We should, like, carpool. Yo, my, yeah. One of my boys just got a house with mad guys. And it's, like, a big house, but he has a bunch of roommates. All of them got uh, cage-side tickets for my last fight. And Ooh, I'm one of those okay. guys, like, you were there for my walkout. 
Like I like to get pumped up on the walkout. Mm. I, I was I walked to the cage. I like fucking hit myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get in the zone. I look over and there's like seven dudes in a row. Like yeah, I'm like fuck. <laughs> uh, shout out Vinny, you're ugly as fuck. It <laughs> took me out of my zone, bro. Like look uh, at his fucking perm. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw that crew uh, when I was there. The last yeah. fight, you fucking stepped out with them. So you know who I'm, you know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That crew, they yeah. all seem like great guys. I only know a couple of them. The rest are like. Uh, friends with them mm. they all seem like great guys but you know i'm in my zone i'm ready to fight a motherfucker and i see Vinny with a perm get the fuck yeah. out of here. he says he lives he says it's not a perm but i don't believe him <laughs> i can i can see the permage 100 percent, dude yeah. i'm about to clip this i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna send it to him like yeah Vinny, if you're listening to this you got a perm you're right Deal and yeah dead serious hasn't posted any of the fucking uh promo pics they were going so hard on the grappling tournament yeah, a lot of grab. And I was thinking about this the other day. I'm going to get it off my chest. I have the most ignored walk-off KO of all time. I'm in none of their hype videos. Really? And I there's they never have no crazy KOs and shit. Like, dude, I had a walk-off. I looked like O'Malley, bro. Put my shit in the video. Now you know what you got to do in your next fight. Another like after one. After it, you know? Another. Get, get another highlight, knock-off. Like, I, think knock I, I really think I could. But, yeah, no, I have the most ignored walk-off KO Sit of all on. time. Is it... Are they like... You know how, like, in UFC, when they celebrate, you got a guy like Justin Gaethje who does, like, fucking backflips off the octagon? Like, you're not like, supposed to, even in the UFC, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. You're not like, supposed to get on the cage. Is it like, a little bit more serious in your organization uh, not, at all? Not like, that if I you were know to of. Top I'm of never going to do that, though, because on some real honest shit, I feel like I'm going to fall off. Like, I feel like I'd climb up and, like, just look like an idiot. Oh, like, man. that's another thing, too, is, like, I'm aware of what like I look like. You'd be, the first one probably ever for that so, to happen. I, my thing, too, is, like, I'm aware of what I look like. I'm a skinny guy. So when I'm walking out mean mugging, I look like a dork. I get it. <laughs> you know, so I even... And I'm a calm through my fight, too. So when I got the walk off, I was still, I just walked away. I don't need to be screaming and shit. Part of me, like, expects it. So I'm, like, not... You know, but I feel like if I was, like, oh, people would be, like, shit the fuck down. You know? <laughs> So. Like that one UFC fighter that like squealed during his way. But Mike Perry's done it. Piotr Jan's done it. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm, my voice is gonna crack at the wrong time. That's so funny. So here I'm I'm putting it up on the screen for the people. Uh, on a serious out. note, though, I'm very grateful I get to participate in a Dead Serious Fifty. I feel like that's a yeah, that's that's, that's a uh, cool one. When we were talking about my predicament on the day yeah, of yeah. the fight, the reason why like, I'm like, I have to go to this it's one is also because like, that's it's, a mon- yeah, it's a monumental yeah. card. I said, uh, there's another uh, regional uh, MMA organization, the one that my boy's fighting on, shout out Walter, on October 7th. They reached out to me, offering me a fight for like a week after this. So mm-hmm. I told them I couldn't do it. I'm booked. But that it would be a RFL 3. Oh. Right? So I'm thinking... And they're doing. They're also the first amateur organization to give out bonuses starting October seventh. So if you get a knockout, supposedly they're gonna give you like five hundred dollars. Oh shit! Right. So I might have to tell my coach like, hey, if anybody's gonna bring that money home, you know it's me. <laughs> Google's giving me an issue. Is there shitty Wi-Fi again? Um, I don't know. I would like what are we to, looking for? I'm trying to go to the Dead Serious website so I can show like the card graphic. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I want to be on one of those so bad, dude. I can picture you on it. Dead Serious yeah. 47 was um the cover was this guy named Darwin Pena, and he's he's a Dante's guy. Uh, um, yeah, but he's he's so much more experienced and he he's like six and zero as an amateur or something. I'm not fighting him many times. He's probably gonna be pro by the end of 
probably by next year, you know. Wow. Uh, but he was the cover of 47, and that shit was so tough, bro. I can't even hate on it. He fought. He won the belt that night. Oh, really? Yeah, that was oh. him. You know, he's he was like a D one wrestler or something like that. So he's legit as fuck. I yeah. believe I believe in Darwin. I think you know, you know what I'm guilty of about your last two fight cards. Didn't stay for the whole thing. I didn't stay for the whole thing. Hey, you know what? For the last one, I was the last guy on my 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 teammate who fought Sam Card fought before me. So mm-hmm. yeah, fucking leave. I don't care. You know. Yeah. Then they'll know when when the, when the crowd leaves because I'm done. They'll be like, all right. Yeah, because I think after your fight. The last, the last time you fought, after your fight, like the next two fights were kind of like. A nah, lot of that card wasn't that. Is, uh, one guy quit on the stool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think two guys. An, uh, another like, guy came in. I'm not gonna say any names because personally, yeah. no offense to him, I don't even remember his name. But he he came after his he stopped like he quit and then he came back and was telling people like I'm gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up and then we had do- there's doctors there obviously mm-hmm. the doctor was talking to Frankie the owner of that series and the doctor was like he's fucking fine dude, and I was like this fucking guy. And you know, no, no offense to him. You never know what's got going on in his head, or if he's going through something like that week or something. Yeah. But you know, it's made me feel better. Like, yo, I, I finished my fight. Shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, God, it's so, not. It's not easy. You know, I'm not yeah, gonna hate. For real. At least he made the walk. Yeah, like shit. The fact that he even got in the cage in the first place. Yeah, you know, you know who's fighting on the October seventh card too? <laughs> he fought before me, both cards. Uh, Gavin McQuaid. Do you remember Gavin? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gavin is up fucking next, bro. I swear to God. Shout out Gavin. Dude, he's a monster. Yeah, seriously. He dominated both both of his fights in two totally different ways. Mm-hmm. He out-wrestled his first fight. And then the second one, he was fucking throwing hands. The he la- looked, he the looked la- good, dude. The last card I won, he walked past me and I kind of like... I buffered, you know? Like, like, oh, that's took, that guy. Yeah, like I took a second to like process it was him. And by He's the young time, too, bro. Yeah, by the time I processed it, he was already too far away. But I wanted to like say hi and be like, oh. Did I tell you when I got, uh, I talked to a crowd in uh, the March fight? Mm. Did I tell you about that? No. So I, I had to fucking fight for it. But I was like, yo, like, let me get back out in the crowd. So they, they let me go. So I changed. I go. I see like, what's up to my mom and shit. Mm. Uh, take a pic of my mom. Take a pic. That's when I saw you and, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. a couple other guys. And I see I had teammates in the crowd too. So I was like, I'm going to go sit by them. And I had another teammate, two teammates fighting after me. So I'm going to sit with my team and watch. Um, so I go and I'm sitting on the edge. So I have my teammates to my right. And then to my left was just regular people in the crowd. So I'm sitting next to these two like guys that look like they would have went to Edison High with us type shit. Like, you know, they, they're dressed like my brother, right? So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there and the one guy's like, yo, did you get the knockout a few fights ago? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that was me. And he's like, dude, that like made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it was like fucking sick, dude. I'll be honest, it, it, I, I'm not sure, I, like, I'm not sure how you felt in that moment. Like, you can you can share your thoughts as well, but like, man, like, I can relate to that. It was a solid. Cause that was my first time seeing that live. It was, you yeah. know, and to see that my friend in the cage and do that. Well, you know, like that, like even that, just the level of discomfort, but it was like a good discomfort. I've said it. Disbelief and awestruck. Yeah, but I've said it before and I'll continue to say it because it's all respect to Jake Dudix. That motherfucker, while it lasted, was a motherfucker, bro. Yeah. That, like, that kick he hit me with, I had a footprint on my ribs for days. <laughs> he he cut, He cut. I had a little, a little boo-boo on my eyebrow from that first <laughs> hook he threw. Like, he was good as fuck. I just, I feel like I just exploded in a way. That he didn't really expect it. Yeah. And I, if I find your chin, I don't care who you are. I'm putting you out. So, you know, it could have been me, though. 
And my coach was complimenting him before he complimented me for two weeks. He was like, I was at practice a week later. He was like, yo, Jordan, that guy was a motherfucker. And then a week later, then he was like, oh, that was good, by the way. Good shit. But for that while, he's like, yo, Jake Dudix, I believe it too. Because if you rewatch the fight, you could hear Dante Rivera in the back going like, shoot. So I think he was trying to strike with me to set up a takedown. But I just got to him before he was able to shoot. And yeah, that's what I think my next fight's game plan is. Maybe strike with me a little bit, set up the takedown, but we see how that Man, goes. But that nuclear option sitting That's right exactly there, what you know? my one teammate, uh, shout out Saddam, Saddam calls it. He said, I have nukes in my hands, and it's yeah. very rare to have them the way I have them in my weight class. So, you know, if people want to stand with me, which is the smart thing to do at first, you can't just shoot immediately on me, you know? And we saw it with James Garrison. He didn't, he shot, but it wasn't like a real shot. He was more just muscling me towards the cage and mm-hmm. then wall working his way down. But if you just straight shoot on me, you're not going to take me down just off the bat. You're going to have to set it up. Uh, and you know, but if you give me just uh, all I need is that one shot, bro. And I'm just I'm ready to get in there. I'm 20 days out today. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready, bro. I'm so excited. Yeah, man. It's fucking approaching so fast, you know. You're like, telling me, dude. Yeah. I'm very it, it almost feels like just like last month. You if you look at it, if you look at it on a calendar, it looks like it's only like two weeks away. Wow. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited. And again, at this moment too, pretty much around the time I stopped beating my meat, bro, like a like a <laughs> flip, uh, switch flips in my head, dude. And I'm just so I just want to get in. There. Gods of war. On, awesome, like bro. I think one of the quote. only harder things to do than than MMA is like go to real war or be a cop mm. or a firefighter or something. Other than that, I think. You know, unless you're working in the fucking coal mines, bro, I think this shit is hard, like mentally. Yeah. So, I get I cobalt and fucking yeah, South if you, Africa. yeah. If you're not getting, um, my roommate, he he works at like a some type of like chemical plant type thing, oh, and with some shit bursted like a few years ago, and he he described it in the perfect way possible. This guy got two faced, but it was his back. Oh, so from the front he looks fine, but if you look at his back, it's two faced type shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. That shit, I would rather be fighting than do that. But other other than that, I think fighting is one of the top mentally stressful things. So if I don't flip that switch, I don't know if I'll be able to perform. So I, I flip it early. Yeah, to be sure, I get it. I get it. But, wow. Fuck yeah, dude. Damn, so you really haven't like nutted in like a while, man. Like I'm oh, still yeah, like man. trying to process that. Yeah, dude. And uh, dude, this might as well be as hard as the weight cut. <laughs> I'm a lonely child. Do you think that could be potential? Do you think that could potentially be an issue in the future? You know, like uh, if weight cuts start getting harder, you know, like you're not nutting that you definitely keeping on some sort of weight by not especially nutting. me shooting ropes like that. Then yeah, yeah. no, uh, realistic, <laughs> realistically, it's just I say there's no proof that not nutting helps. And there's, there's been studies that show that, like, retaining your semen does boost testosterone, blah, blah, blah. There's also been studies that say it's complete bullshit. There's fighters that are like, yo, I live by this. And then there's other fighters who are very successful that say, like, nah, dude, I'll be fucking day of, you know? But for me, at the level I'm at, it's like, why not try to just take every advantage I, I can, you know? Do you feel like a, like a high level of clarity? No. No, I don't feel shit different. And I'm just trying to, again, just maybe... a. Maybe it's like just like a mental thing where it's like, all right, I know I'm doing this as preparation, mm-hmm. but no, physically I don't feel shit different, bro. You're motivating me to do it now. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. Well, I can uh, pause the podcast really quick. <laughs> yeah. yo, 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 can I can I pee real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Take a quick quick break. Yeah. Oh man. 
if, if if you had to choose another sport, if like someone came up to you like tomorrow and we're like, hey man, I'll make no you as good. If you could take a pill to be as yeah. good as I am at MMA, yeah. dude, I started with basketball. So you basketball was like, I have the NBA logo tattooed on my stomach, bro. Like, mm. I played with Carl Towns in high school, and uh, we were on the same. He would practice with my AAU team, okay. and he's the reason why I quit playing ball because I was a freshman or a sophomore, and he was like a senior, and he was already seven foot tall. And not only was he seven foot tall, he was dribbling the way our point guards were handling the ball and pulling up from half court and making shots. And I was like, all right, he's making the league. I'm not making the league for shit. But no, basketball was like the first love. Right, so I'd probably be hooping. That'd be the, imagine that. Imagine where we're going to Jordan's basketball game. I'm on the Knicks. <laughs> Dude, I'd kill myself before I'm on the Knicks, bro. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, but that's one of those things where, again, when I stopped playing ball, that's when I got into like the probably like the period of life where I, where, I, where we met each other you know mm. and then getting to MMA reminded me like yo I'm an athlete like I forgot that I, I'm an athlete so yeah wow man and I, I wouldn't if I had to choose between basketball and fucking being like a jujitsu guy dude I'd be playing basketball <laughs> <laughs> fuck jujitsu <laughs> oh man remember that South Park episode where they're talking about what's gay and what's not gay they're like no being homosexual isn't gay, but like riding a Harley Davidson and that's gay, you know? That jujitsu's gay, dude. And there's a lot of jujitsu guys I'm cool with that are like, yeah, jujitsu's gay. You know, I get it. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to kiss boys, but Yeah, dude, if you're kissing boys, I respect you. That's that's homosexual. But if you only compete in jujitsu, that's gay. Yeah. Cause those guys, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a rant that I used to go on years ago. Shout out my boy Zach. Zach's actually, he just got injured. He had to pull out of his MMA debut. It was going to be October 7th, too. He just pulled out. He has a shirt that says, keep jujitsu gay. You know? <laughs> That's my guy. But, yeah, nah, jujitsu is Make fucking... jujitsu gay again. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, the one thing that makes jujitsu gay to me is the guys who only compete in jujitsu call it fights. They're like, oh, my fight is... Whenever Men of War 18 was, we could see on the screen, whatever day that was, there'll be people who posted, like, oh, my fight is this day. I'm like, bro, when you're in high school, you don't tell people, like, yo, I have a wrestling fight coming up on Friday. No, jujitsu's a match. Yeah. I respect it, but calling it a fight is gay. I also don't like that some people call the individuals players. Like I like that player. more than calling them fighters. Yeah, 100%. I just... Again, I'm also extremely biased to where I barely consider boxing a fight. Yeah, I just feel like it's just... I don't know. Like, I, I think the more a player or a fighter, combat jujitsu. Like, with the open palm strikes, yes. we can call that a fight. No problem. I'll call yeah. that a fight. Yeah. Just straight jujitsu, especially in the gi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my humble opinion. At that point, it's like you just do jujitsu. Yeah, you do jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. Again, just I like. I don't get the sh- why Why the hate on jujitsu. I'm not. Well, because I'm good at striking. But what is jujitsu? I don't know what it is. What? Oh, it's yeah. like the submissions. Oh, like, so if okay. I'm on top of you, instead of punching you, I grab your arm and, like, torque your shoulder back. Like. Oh. Okay. Oh, you're going to break my arm, bro? What, you're gay? Yeah, it's lame. Right? Yeah. Fucking punch me like a man. I like I, I like my men manly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want a Don Fry in front of Don me. Don Fry? That's why I love Sean Strickland, bro. That's why I love Don Fry. Sean Strickland has legit jujitsu. Sean Strickland is a good grappler. If you watch his old fights going to the UFC, he was a mm. grapple guy. But then he was like, you know what? That's gay. I'm gonna st- <laughs> yeah. That's I love that. Do you think he takes it? My heart says yes. My brain says no. I I have a strong feeling. Is he just 
fucking. I think Izzy's gonna unlock a whole new level just to, Dude, just to do he's it. He's gonna but mess Sean Strickland. I, Sean I would, Strickland even said he has a. This is a real quote. He goes, "Should I be wrestling? Yeah, but it's probably not gonna happen." Really? That's that's anti-gay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's nega gay. But yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. But who's gay? Right, right. Yeah. He just see that's how quick it, it took to convince him that <laughs> Jujutsu was gay. But yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Nah, but again, all respect to anybody who competes in a one-on-one sport, especially something where you could get hurt. I respect it. You know, jokes aside, but back to the bit, it's fucking gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I um, I concur. Yeah, I agree. And my again, I I I'm just biased, bro. Because if I was there's a lot of again. I work with a lot of boxers. A boxers call MMA gay. I get it. You've called MMA gay a couple times. I mean, yeah, but that's because I didn't know what it was. Now I think it's pretty cool. Most people think it's gay, dude. Yeah, yeah it's fine. The second you see two guys, Wrestling. once you see North, once you see North South, bro, yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. like I mean, put I me in full it. guard, bro. You're gay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine though. Mm-hmm. Even when they're hugging, like if you yeah, yeah like, I'm gay for pay, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Charles Oliveira, he can be a little, he can be a little zesty sometimes, you know. No, you know who paid the price for being super gay? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking who was that Gracie who fought Charles Jordan? Um. Oh. He uh, really shit the bed with his performance. He just walking forward, getting he just became a punching bag. Yeah, I don't know why I can't fucking think of but his he's, name. He's but he's a Gracie guy. guy. Yeah. 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 Nah. He he was. He got hate crime, it bro. With like an H. Or no, it's a it's an R, but it's, it's pronounced R? like H. Yeah. That's what it's like a Brazilian thing. That's why there's that that comedian who plays a jujitsu character, and he's like Joe Hogan, Crone Gracie. Oh, is it Crone? Yeah, 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 yeah. Crone Gracie. You know, dude, the Gracies are great. Like, if I had the opportunity to go and do pure jujitsu with really legendary guys, I would take it in an instant. You know, like again, after my last fight, I spent some time at B Team Jiu Jitsu uh, in Jersey. They have a branch. Um, okay. That, and yeah, no, like I take it serious. Again, I'm just when I'm calling it gay, it's a bit. I'm joking. But it's gay. I understand. In a casual perspective, gay. Yeah, punch me in the face like a man. Yeah, seriously. Put your hands on me. Yeah. Man, I see so many, like, <laughs> guys that do jujitsu that, like, they have opportunities to fucking, like, break noses and shit. But they're like, no, I'm just gonna... Like, co- my sleep. coach, my coach, he fought Fedor twice. But it was in Combat Sambo, not MMA. Okay. In Combat Sambo, which is kind of like combat jujitsu in a way... Headbutts are legal. That's fucking crazy. Like, try putting someone in full guard in jujitsu, and you can stall out all that. You know, you do it in combat sambo, you're getting a fucking forehead to your nose. Yeah. That's me. That makes it a lot less gay to me. Have you ever watched uh, Lutway? Lu- uh, I forgot. How- yeah, yeah, yeah. Lutway or whatever. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it, but I'm familiar with it. That's just bare knuckle Muay Thai with headbutts. And yeah. Then if you get put out, are you familiar with this? No. If you get put out in Lutway... Your corner has, like, a few minutes to revive you. There's a revival period. Really? Yeah, so you'll see, like, coaches are, like, pulling on their guy's dick and, like, slapping him, trying to wake him up and shit like that. Whoa. And then if they wake up, the fight continues. Yeah. And there's been guys who've been knocked out unconscious, woke up in the revival period, came back and won the fight. Wow, that's cool. That I wouldn't do that shit. No. I don't think I would do bare knuckle. That sounds cool, though. Like, ooh, yeah, no, like, that sounds cool like I'd watch that shit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not a real man, brother. I'm... <laughs> But, you know, it's... Fuck, dude. You know, Bare Knuckles insane. How about Bryce Hall? Did you see that? Um, Who's that? He's like a TikToker. And he was like, yo, I'm about to one-up Jake Paul. 
I'm gonna fight a real fighter in bare knuckle boxing instead of like Whoa, fighting MMA yeah. guys. Jake Paul boxes retired MMA guys. Mm-hmm. Bryce Hall was like, I'm gonna fight this undefeated boxer in bare knuckle, and he fucking won. Really? I swear to God, I watched it live. I was like, what the fuck just happened? That's cool. That was crazy. So all my respect to Bryce Hall. That took nads, dude. Yeah, it did. We're having some technical difficulties over here. I think the Wi-Fi is a little fucked. That's annoying. Yeah. I don't know why it's like that. Fuck it. Fuck Optimum. Yeah, isn't that crazy how certain regions are locked to only one cable provider? It's ridiculous. Like, we could only have Optimum. That's crazy, right? That's weird. Seems like a monopoly. Kind of, yeah. Like a regional monopoly. Like a few towns over, you can get Fios or something, but they can't Mm -hmm. get Optimum. It's weird. And this shit has been mad slow for stupid long. You know, I one thing I missed out on when I moved into my apartment is I should have got like a wired connection because mm-hmm. my roommate has his Xbox wired directly to whatever the hell, and his shit's like NASA, bro. Really? Like, yeah, dude, he'll download something and it's done in like a couple minutes. Meanwhile, it would take me like forty. That's damn. Yeah, that's a huge difference. It's crazy. Yeah, I swear to God, it's like NASA Wi-Fi. That shit. That Wi-Fi pulls up shit before you even type it in. I want if we can't pull up Lethway, well, I'll just like commentate a fake Lethway fight. <laughs> I really. Yo, he just hit him with an elbow. That was wow. Oh, he's gone. All right, I drag him. They're dragging him to the corner right now. They're, okay. they're, they're biting his ears. Yeah, yeah. They're biting his ears right now. They're trying to wake him up. He's up. He's up. He's up. They're and, pouring water on his head. Yeah. The, the, he's 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 back in the ring. I think his ears hanging off. <laughs> they they really gnawed on his ear to wake him up, and he he's back in there, and he is fighting. He he's going at it, and oh, another oh! spinning elbow. Yeah, oh! there we go. <laughs> now we all have experienced Lithuania. I think that, that shit only happens in like Thailand and shit. I don't think that would be allowed to be put on here. MMA in New York was just made legal in like 2016 or some bullshit. Really? Or at least pro MMA, yeah. That's why that uh, UFC 205 with Conor versus Alvarez at MSG was such a big deal. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Wow, that's fucking weird to think about, honestly. Right? Because that like seems so recent. Yeah, like dude, John McCain, before he was running against Obama, was uh, one of those guys who was trying to make MMA illegal federally back in like the late 90s. No, that's gay. That's, no, he's a war hero though. I'm John a red blooded. I'm a red blooded American. Hey, I mean, there's war heroes that are transitioning. Still gay. You know? So like, fuck. Dude. No, but do you know John McCain's story though? Nah, dude, he was like a, he was a prisoner of war. Like he was like tortured bad. Really? That's why if you watch videos of him, like he walks all crazy because his arms were like dislocated every day or something. Nice. Yeah, nah, so and, he, he and you know what? And he didn't spill the beans, brother. He kept it real. He kept it a hunt. He kept it a stack for the red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. I remember like being in school, learning about like the presidential election and stuff when I was really young, and like that yeah, where I went John to school was pretty, pretty uh, went towards Obama type shit. So people were just not talking about John McCain. They're like, oh, he went to war at one point, but Barack Obama's a brave man, you know. And then as I got older, I looked it up. I was like, yo, John McCain got his toenails ripped out. <laughs> like, I remember thinking I was hot shit when I found out that uh, Barack Obama smoked weed. Yeah, there's the pictures of it. You yeah. know, did we? I think I brought it up last cast, bro. He's fucking gay. Yeah, he is. That letter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he say he he he, he sleeps he, with a man, but in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. In the imagination. You know what? That's less gay than jujitsu. Did I you hear about his chef? Yeah, his chef's dead. 
Yeah. My favorite thing, though, my favorite conspiracy. I love to listen to conspiracies that make no fucking sense. <laughs> I love it. So the chef died, and like a couple of days later, Obama was take. They took pictures of him walking around, and he had like bruises on his hands and shit. Uh, and people were trying to point that out. I was like, "What? You think Obama killed him himself, dude? <laughs> Obama didn't do the hit himself. The fuck, dude? Imagine getting killed by Obama himself." With his bare hands. You've just been Barack Obama. <laughs> he just he, he beats you to death. That's you crazy. Obama. <laughs> like Obama's beating people to death with his bare hands. Has his gun, his Glock 18 pointed at you. What is it like? 1540? Yeah. No. He's like, you will never learn my last name. <laughs> Boom! And shoots her. <laughs> you know what historical misconception people have? Huh? Do you know who King Baldwin is? He wears um, like the mask in that movie. What movie? They called him the Leper King because he had leprosy and his like nose fell off. No, I'm not. Well, if you those. Google him, all the images are him with the silver mask on and it looks okay. tough as fuck. But in reality, he never wore a mask. And then I forgot if it was Steven Spielberg or some crazy big director directed the movie and Edward Norton plays King Baldwin. And in the directorial edit or whatever, he was saying like, he's like, yeah, people are saying that he didn't wear a mask, but I'm telling you, he did back. That's a historical fact. He wore the mask. All it takes is a couple Google searches, bro, and it's there's zero record of him ever wearing a mask ever. So you just Whoa. have some Hollywood god lying. He's just like, yeah, no, trust me, I'm he's, I'm Steven Spielberg. He's altering history, right? But that's the thing; it it's worked. Anytime you look up uh, King Baldwin the Fourth or whatever, he has a mask on. That shit is not true. It's the Hollywood version yeah. that's coming up. Yeah, apparently, based on my limited research, he didn't wear a mask even though his face was literally falling off and people fucked with him for it. Really? And in a good way. They were like, yo, that's so gangster, bro. You don't even want to cover that shit up. We love mm. you, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they fucked yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't fuck with him. They fucked with him. They like, I'm a fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah, that's crazy. Dude, imagine having leprosy. Dude, yeah, and shit just be falling just off. Just be falling off. Dude, what? Yeah. Oh, sucks, man. Dude. That's that's one of those scenes. You ever seen It? The the remake one from, like, 2016 or whatever? Yeah. yeah. There was that moment where, like, the, the kid bumps into, the, like, like this zombie-looking thing. Mm. And if you look it up, that's supposed to be a guy with leprosy, not a zombie. Really? Yeah, that's why he didn't have, like, a nose. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then I had nightmares, and I was, like, 18. Damn. <laughs> I was a grown-ass man. Like, like Michael- ah! <laughs> I think the scene from that movie that fucked with me a little bit was that same part of the movie when they went into the house and then Pennywise like crawled out of the fridge or something yeah dude that's a, it was a good movie yeah. I don't like horror part movies. two sucked though part, I did not like part, part two part two is like an hour and a half too long a bullshit of just, just Bill Hader talking yeah. and I don't I don't like the original it from the 90s yeah it's a little cheesy I think yeah. old dude people are gonna hate on me but I don't like older movies dude I just can't get into it's them it's for their time yeah, and I'm not capable of putting myself in that those shoes to be like, oh. Yeah. I can understand why something was a big deal, like the first Star Wars. I can understand why people were like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no. You know, people were still being executed by guillotine in France when the first Star Wars came out. Really? I swear to God, you can Google it Whoa. right now. Yeah. I fucking wish. The la- Star Wars, the first one came out in 77 or 78. The last guillotine execution was 78 or 79. Whoa. Yeah, dude, imagine... Like, my mom was born in 1978. Like, imagine she was a year old and my grandma was like, I'm going to go watch the public execution. That's like, nuts. That's crazy. But they were still in Skyrim times. In the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Dude, I've been in such a uh, UFO rabbit hole. 
you know. I don't like the videos they just put out though. The, I think that shit looks pen, the Pentagon just declassified. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. The, I think the black I, and white videos, right? It was like greenish or something. But I know what you're. Uh, I think yeah. it, we're on the same page. But I don't know for some strange reason I'm not buying it. I think they're going a little too hard on the the alien shit. I think they're trying to use it as like a distraction. But I'm also retarded, so. Yeah, I could see that because, you know, we're just trying to distract the American people Dude, from what's going on. Our president it, is a cadaver. You know what I'm saying? So I think they're like, hey, guys, puppet. don't worry about how Mitch McConnell caught fucking the willies twice now. You know, like, <laughs> here's the fucking, here's a UFO video. Uh, <laughs> dude, like, yeah, I'm going to steal the bit. I didn't make it up. But someone was like, Mitch McConnell got the heebie-jeebies, dude. <laughs> caught the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, that's cold case of the willies twice yeah twice i'm not a political guy bro i'm uneducated and i'm the first to tell you that but what the fuck that's crazy at that point you gotta step away from it all dude and this time his 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 fucking cronies were quick to take him out of there this time yeah the last time they let him sit there dude, for like when, three minutes whoever that bitch was in his <laughs> second little case of the heat dude she was on it Dude, the fact she she was like rubbing his back like it was like her grandpa she was that was him. having another like PTSD. <laughs> she was burping yeah. him. Yeah. Just like uh, she was like he's not taking questions anymore. I'm like Senator, uh, did you hear the question? And then try and I I liked how they tried flipping it on the uh-huh. reporters and they tried making it yeah, seem get the like they they were like, does anybody else have a question? Like that question that he was asked. Another one of my the favorite. question was if he was going to be r- running for yeah. re-election. And that's the worst time yeah. to catch a case of the Willies. Yeah, and he got. He, he was like, ah, another. <laughs> and just pause. At that yeah. point, now you can't run again. Another. <laughs> dude, dude, if he runs again, I'm going to fucking start running. But, you know, there, another one was when there was that mass shooting or something. And then Biden was there to t- give a speech. And he opened it up and he's like, I'm only here for the ice creams. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, I was fucking listening to something. Uh few nights ago and they were saying i i had thought that rfk jr was doing a lot better in the polls people don't like him no yeah it turns out that it's like neck and neck biden and trump right now like literally tied for approval again yeah wow i don't get how biden's doing it dude and i'm not gonna act like i'm a hater because again i'm not even i make so little money that whoever's president doesn't affect me whatsoever Mm -hmm. bro you know what i'm saying it doesn't change a goddamn thing in my life but the thing is, dude, is again, Biden is dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, even if you look at a video from him two years ago compared yeah. to now, it's a jump. Like, that's cr- it's crazy, you know. Uh, <laughs> I love how people do the impressions of him and like they wh- he whispers and shit. And he's like, mm-hmm. I, I love ice creams. You know what ice creams I have? This is chocolate, chocolate chip. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that shit. Like, there's a meme that I always see on Instagram where it's like, like they cut off the half, like the podium part. So you can't see the podium in that video, uh-huh. and he's talking, and then it'll be like someone rolling a joint, and he's like doing that whisper talk, you know? <laughs> Dude, uh, he does. It's Bi- good for it's good for the economy. Biden Biden talks like how if you have an iPhone and you just press the recommended word on your keyboard over and over and over, and it just mm. fucking nonsense. Hold on, I'll do it right now, and I guarantee you, my Biden gonna, impression will be give a Biden on. speech. Ready? Ladies, ladies no, and see, you see me, I'm just tapping. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back to the No Side Podcast. We have the President of the United States, Joe Biden, Joseph Biden, on the podcast. Uh, Come hi, on, Joe. man. It's good to be here, man. Yeah. You, you are so sweet to, to be there with, with us. And 
I really do love your company, and I, I hope I hope you're uh, having fun with the boys. I, I miss them. I love them. I love I love them. <laughs> Sounds like he's in the room with us. Just sweet. <laughs> The, um, the boys and I'm sorry that you had a rough day, but I'm sure that they'll get better soon. And you know I will always be. It's Biden. It's 100 percent Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Fucking, Mr. what's President. he yapping about? Wow. Okay. Well, uh, Joseph, uh, Mr. Mr. President, I'm sorry. Um, chocolate, chocolate. I I appreciate your kind words. Uh, about our, our, our the boys. company <laughs> and the boys, um, us that are in the room. Um, I do appreciate that. Um, I am sad to inform you that we have no ice cream. Come on, man. But we are <laughs> Dude, I love that he does that. That's the one thing. I'll <laughs> vote for on. Biden if he just, all he does is go, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. When I was a kid. <laughs> that should be his uh, slogan for his come on, the, the re-election. Ice cream. Come on, man. Ice cream's for everybody. Ice cream and re-election. I- come on, man. <laughs> we have ice creams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Biden for 2024. Come on, man. We got ice cream. Dude, there, there's this guy at, on like every other Saturday or so. I do like a like a private coaching session with him. And he's 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 a little a bit older of a gentleman. Hmm. And I know for a fact he's not going to listen to the podcast. So that's why I'm going hard right now. <laughs> he's getting old, but he wants to do an open mic so bad. And... I'm like, yo, like, run me some of your bits. It's fucking nonsense. It might as well have been a Biden speech, bro. It's it's crazy. And, like, I feel so bad. And I'm just like, bro, do it. <laughs> I don't have the heart to be like, maybe we should work on it a little bit. You know? And he he has a podcast, too, about cybersecurity. Really? Yeah. I mean, what are you talking about cybersecurity? For all these episodes? I don't fucking know, dude. I think he's Bidening out, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think he has the podcast format where it's just him. It's good for the economy. So it's just him rambling for an hour. Get cybersecurity. Cybersecurity. We have ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, dude. Oh, man. Ah, oh, fuck me. So I guess since we're uh, uh, nearing the end of this podcast, we can kind of reel it back to your uh, upcoming fight um, September 23rd in Freehold, New Jersey at I Play America. Mark it on your calendars. But we can get back to it really quick. Mm-hmm. So since we are approaching it, uh, literally in the next 20 days... Yes, sir. What is your game plan? You know, like dieting, like oh, mental, dieting, like dude. Me- well, just kind of the whole spiel. You yeah, know? dieting. Like, what, what is your game? My plan? diets is tuned in again. Like I have my teammate making a debut October seventh. I'm helping him with his diet and his weight cut. That's one thing where it's almost like self taught. But I feel good every time I'm cutting the weight. Like I'll be hungry, of course, but I don't feel weak. My cardio is all there, and I, I make weight every time. Mm-hmm. Um, my diet is locked in, bro. It's, I pretty much go like a hardcore keto, you know? So in the morning, I have eggs uh, or, or like, depending on if I have to go cold or early, I have like a protein bar. I, I drink coffee like a trucker while I'm in camp. I, I don't keep it very sweet. Um, and then lunch, I have like turkey patties, like as if I'm cooking turkey burgers, but I don't have bread. I don't really use, I, I'll season it. Like I put some cayenne or something. Um, dinner time, it's just more protein depending on the calories i have i'll drink like a protein shake it's just very high protein mm. and dude like nowadays at this point there's apps you can get like my fitness pal where they'll tell you what calorie count you need to be in and it's usually night pretty accurate so my diet is locked in and then mentally what i do to prepare and i said it earlier the hardest part of a fight honestly i feel like is the mental side of things mm. so mentally what i do is i just don't 
take it easy on myself. And I feel like that builds up that mental toughness and gets you used to being uncomfortable. Because it's very easy to to get comfortable, but then the moment where you're not you're in an uncomfortable situation, you're not gonna be used to it. You know, my I spar, I say it, I said it to you off pot. I spar more than I probably should, and I spar pretty hard when I have to. And recently, uh, I think the next week I'm still doing it. Um, it's fucking my coach tells guys like, yo, really turn it on, Jordan. He said something last week. I was sparring and me and him were kind of like just fainting at each other, and he's like, yo. Like, what, y- what y'all doing? And the guy I was sparring was like, yo, like, I'm trying to read him. And he goes like, no, I don't want you reading each other right now. Like, fucking fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that type of sparring keeps mm-hmm. me mentally prepared to go in there and actually fight. Yeah. You know, because you can light spar and that's good. And every there's times for light spars. But if you don't really put in crazy rounds where you're really in danger, when something's really flying at you, you're not going to be used to it. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I spar hard. My gym goes hard. And I think that's what's going to be separating us all through September and October when we were competing. You know, because we, we're fighting. We're in there fighting. So it's Saturday's not going to be any different of a day. Do you have like a playlist that you kind of use to like. Yes, I do. Actually, yeah, I actually builds do. Up. Yeah. When I'm not in camp, I listen to mostly like rap. I love R&B. Uh, but like, especially on sparring days. I have a playlist and I call it main character music. Nice. So it's like a lot of like soundtrack type shit. Okay. Like shit you'll hear. One of my favorite TV shows, I, I watched it when I first started training. It's called Kingdom. And it's on, you can find it on Amazon. They, the last season was like on 2016 or 2017. It's only three seasons. And it's a little bit dramatized of what MMA life really is. It's okay. a TV show. But the soundtrack, it's an ama- It's my favorite show ever. It's a great show. But the soundtrack, I pretty much like listen to that. Um, so recently, it's a band called Deer Tick. I really like right. uh, Johnny Cash. My walkout song is, I, after the pot, I'll show you what I'm walking out to this song. I'm changing it. But you'll hear, it's like the same song, but the the context is different. And it's Johnny Cash. It sounds the exact same, same tempo and everything. Right, but right. it's, yeah, it's, I listen to that, that type of shit. And it's, uh, you know, I think, I think it's not good to have an ego when you're not fighting. But when you you have a fight coming up, it's okay to feel like the main character. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel personally. Hundred so, percent. You gotta yeah. make it your world. I, you my playlist, that. I call it my movie. Yeah. I want sure. my my life. It's a Joe Rogan quote that I heard when I first started training, and he was just like, "Pretend there's a documentary crew following you around. How will you act if your life was being if today was being filmed? What would you do? You know? So that's that's kind of especially as I'm getting so close to the fight. That's really how I think. What would what what if embedded was following me around and I'm like nah I'm just chill today, you know like that's yeah. that's how I sit I'm, down play play some Starfield you know like, right, that's why I'm waiting till after the fight bro yeah. shit I really don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> they, they, uh, you know but then yeah tomorrow me and a bunch of my team we're meeting up at a park just to do like sprints and all that mm-hmm. it, it, like if the gym's not open I'm still there's never an excuse especially this close to the fight you know so. After the fight, I'm gonna be a fat fuck. I'll let you know that much. But leading up to it, I'm I'm my own main character. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I, I, you know, like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, it's been great to watch you on this uh, path in your life and go go down this road. Um, I I wish you the best of luck. I really appreciate in that, it in the coming weeks. I told you off pod. I don't think I've said it on pod, but like you're a, like a good friend of mine, regardless of podcasts and fights. So like, you're one of those guys to where like we went to high school together. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we've mentioned that on yeah, pod. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of people in high school 
where I thought I'd be friends with them forever, you know, and we're not. I don't talk to them. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who've kind of just we've made each, ourselves back into each other's lives. And like you're one of those people. My my tattoo artist Dominic, because I consider him a really close friend at this point. Mm. And it's that type of love I get from you guys. You know, I lost my last fight. There's a gym that sponsored me, dude. They, as soon as I lost, bro, they, it's like they don't even open the DMs. They're not sponsoring me again. You know, so to have real loyalty yeah. and real friendship means a lot. You know, so that shit is something I I value very heavily, man. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I appreciate those words. And like like I've said to you a million times, you know, I pre I appreciate you. You know, being a part of the No Side Universe, it's it's hell yeah, so dude. It's I I have a blast every time I'm here, dude. An hour flies by every yeah, time. Seriously. And we accidentally made an after hours episode. I think I held you guys hostage for like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and that was funny that, that you holding us hostage. We'll go with that. You holding us hostage that night yeah. has created a new kind of segment. In the Bro, you know, you know who did that too? The, the first episode of Logan Paul on Flagrant. He has a new episode that just came out. But the first mm-hmm. one, you'll notice like two hours in, there's going to wrap it up. And Logan was like, what are you? Like straight up, he's like, what do you mean? And it went on for another hour because he was so drunk. That's so funny. Yeah, man. He's straight up like, we're not ending it. And Dude, like, okay. it took me so long to edit that audio. Dude, so I bet it made me long. feel bad as I realized, like, damn, so we did two ep. We were talking about it on the podcast. Like, yo, that's like two episodes yeah. right there. And I know how long rendering takes, dude. Like, fuck. He, he saw a little bit of it. He would walk into my room and see me doing it. Still going? There, just fucking bloodshot staring at the screen, <laughs> just watching a bar go. Like, oh. <laughs> Man. Hell yeah, and you gotta watch it sometimes because the moment you look away, it's just be like mm. rendering failed. Dude, dude, oh my god, there was times where I, like, I accidentally did a edit I already did on audio, so I had to re fucking do it. So I had to like uh, unrender, which seemed to take longer. Longer, than the actual yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there was so much noise I had to cut out because we were uh, we were doing the Devil's Lettuce during the podcast, and we had a fan going on in the background. <laughs> Dude, I cleared that shit up, man. I, I yeah. did pretty good. Yeah, you yeah. did. You know what I hate? Spotify doesn't let you screen record, bro. Really? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I've been, I've been wanting to like clip shit from pods from you guys from other shit. Go on YouTube. Yeah. That's what I did when yeah. I did post a clip. I, yeah. I ended up YouTubing it for you guys. But you know they um you know it I would, would be nice to do it on Spotify. Yeah, so, Netflix does that shit too. If you go to screenshot on Netflix, it go it turns your screen black. Yeah. If I left the podcast on Spotify as an MP3 still. Then you would be able to really, yeah, because I'm doing the MP4 with just the screen. Oh, okay, um, yeah, then it a lot that then the copyright, then they're like, hey, because that's how I would used to be. I used to post shit on Mm -hmm. Instagram, like clips and stuff, yeah, it's easy to do it off of Spotify, but then, yeah, once I started doing the MP4 files, and then they fucked it up. No, but you're doing the right thing with the MP4, though. Mm-hmm. I think there's yeah. and the you know, next step, you know, we've been talking about is cameras, and now I you... think that was gonna, I think that would level shit up, honestly, because mm-hmm. there's moments where a lot of times that I, when I listen to podcasts, it's like when I'm I'm at the house playing a game or something, mm-hmm. right? And I'll use it as background noise, but for some strange reason, maybe I'm just autistic. Maybe I'm the only one who does it. If the conversation starts to go away that I'm really enjoying or it's funny as fuck, I'll actually stop and like look at the screen <laughs> and like watch these motherfuckers talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think. I think, I think especially a podcast the way you do it, where it's not like informational, it's more like entertainment. Mm-hmm. I think cameras is the next. Yeah, step. for sure. And and like you know, of course, the people listening they can't see the level up we've already had, but now yeah. this is the first time you're recording an actual podcast. Yeah, dude, it's sick um, as fuck. And it's we're gonna be building on, you know, as time goes on. Um, 
Yeah, it's fun. I got some stuff over there, as you can see, that I I'll get hang up. When I see you after my fight, I'm gonna give you something to hang up. Yeah, and, and, yeah, dude. If we it should doesn't, do that. if it doesn't, if you don't get a camera after that, mm-hmm. let it go a little on frame, dude. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah dude. Because I also can you get the thing that uh, our friend Penny did? It's it's laying over there. Oh yeah. Penny's very. I've never met her, but I've talked to about her with you guys. You guys introduced mm-hmm. me to her work. She's very talented. Isn't she British? Yes. English. And Ingl- so, oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah. So background on this, I'll have to post this on the the story at some point. Um, but yeah, uh, you know so, what? I'm gonna say it on pod. Honestly, I think you guys need to be a little bit more active on Instagram. We do. We mm-hmm. do. We need to just be more active in general. Do you 100 percent right? Yeah, no, like, I think so. I swear to, I'm not saying that because you're my boys. I've said it since before I was ever on the pod. Anything. I really genuinely like what you guys do, bro. I think you guys gotta kind of double down. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna go harder. I, th- I really think you guys could do something. I really do. Yeah. I, I do. I, like, just the energy I feel here. Because I've, I've been on... Uh, I'm not going to... I was just about to start calling people out. But I've done shit with other people, and it's just not fucking fun. Really? I swear to God, dude. <laughs> I like you guys. Well, I want to Yeah, we want to keep it fun the whole time. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. At least we're doing that, right? You guys yeah. are good at it. And I feel that even... Like, again, I listened to the... the the episode, the last episode with the other fight cast, mm. fucking, I don't. Do you guys call them by their first names or do you say the? Yeah, we use their. their the, okay, good. Their right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Those guys, dude. I could sense that it was like you guys had a good conversation. You guys enjoy talking to motherfuckers yeah. like mm. that. You feel that. There's other times where even big name podcasts sometimes you just don't feel the chemistry there and it's it's hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. You guys seem to have good chemistry, whether just you guys or the guests you have on. It works. You know, you guys are good at finding that type of shit. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Shut yeah, up. Man. We're good at having fun. Yeah. Well, shit's getting pretty gay now. Um, You're gay. <laughs> yeah. We're about to start. We're about to start rolling. Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> fucking leg locks coming in in a second. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's do some plugging really quick, and then let's get out of here because it's getting hot as fuck. Yeah. Um. So here you go first, Jordan. Uh, give the plugs. Everything you want on Instagram at Duggan dot one forty five. That dot is a period. One time I told someone Duggan dot one four five, and they typed in dot, in dot and that made me feel better about myself. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Duggan period one forty five on Instagram. Uh, Dead serious MMA tickets on sale online. Um, code Duggan at checkout if you want to give me a little a little credit. If not, mm. just, if you want to out of spite come to my fight and not credit me for the sale i don't give a fuck come come let's make a crowd brother that's so funny i'll have it. yeah no I, I sell a good amount of tickets man you know right. i think that's a positive that i bring it that serious so mm. if i could keep that going fuck it yeah man damn yeah. i'm excited brandon your plugs don't follow me anywhere just follow no side everywhere yeah at no side underscore podcast everywhere uh, instagram x um twitter the yeah um facebook face um myspace twitter i'm this close to Um, making a myspace for the fuck of it can you is this still is myspace still up i think so i think so i think myspace still exists we would check but our wi-fi is shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah chrome doesn't even want to fucking open maybe it's just the computer i don't know um, but yeah, so at No Saturday Square Podcast everywhere. If that that's how you're gonna find us, uh, make sure to subscribe, follow. Make sure to check out Jordan shit. Uh, and then if you're near the Freehold area, September 23rd, get some tickets. Come come check out Jordan. If Douglas you're not near the Freehold area, get some fucking tickets. Yeah. Well, yeah. a you could stream it online, but then also, dude, there's fighters that come from like Delaware 
and PA in New mm. York, you know, it's a regional thing. Shit. It's not just Jersey, okay. you know. So if mm. you and you'll see like Jersey's got a lot of wrestle heavy guys, and there's other guys that come in from other places that straight bang it out sometimes. So with it's high level amateur MMA. Shane Burgos got his start there. Uh, mm. Randy Brown got his start there. There's a lot of UFC guys who started with Dead Serious, you know. So. Fuck yeah. You never know. Again, I believe in Gavin McQuaid 100%. I think Gavin's going to make it far. He's not on my card, but next time he's on that series. And you say you're I'll like go. homies with him? Or like That's my guy. Also, small world shit, my roommate David. Them two are like like cousins through family, friends. Oh, I shit. remember you telling yeah. me this. Yeah. And I had no idea, but Ga- no, Gavin's the truth. After I'll- after the next fight, you know, you should uh, try to like talk to him, see if he would want to come fucking on. Damn fucking damn him. It's not right. Hollywood, bro. It's just, I got more followers than him. <laughs> no, you know, okay. fucking damn him. Be like, yo, Jordan's been on the podcast. Who has great things to say. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, fuck yeah. Not, I'm 99% sure he'll be like, fucking cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I would love and to talk to him. And if he gives you a problem, DM things. me. I'll be like, yo, Gab, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah, no, like October seventh, he's he's fighting for a belt for the RFL. Ooh, yeah, okay. and he's gonna. I know for a fact. I know who his opponent is. He's gonna win. So once he gets a little belt, you can add that to the headline. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. That'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's wrap this shit up. Music's yes, fading and our voices are gonna fade out. We already gave you guys the plugs. Jordan, we love you. Love you guys too. To the to the audience, have a good night. Brandon, you got any last words? Oh, mama. Good night, everybody. <laughs>